Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Every Tuesday on Life 107.1, Taylor and Jen talk to Dr. Heidi Warner about healthy relationships. Dr. Heidi, it is not any of us in this room, but there are people in our world, in our culture, in our lives who do not like to feel. They do not like to either have feelings or deal with feelings, so they shut them down. Mm -hmm. They are as you would say, feeling phobic. Yes. We're afraid of spiders and we're afraid of feelings, right? And they sometimes (laughs) go together. (laughs) Now, we almost always assume that these are male. It's funny because we talked about this topic off air and Taylor was like, well, do you think I should be the one that talks about this because I'm a guy? It's true. Like men are, you know, avoid the feelings at all costs, right? But there's also other ways to develop feeling phobias. And one of them is if you've been through trauma and there can be a real fear of, okay, if I feel anything, I'm going to be overwhelmed by my feelings. My feelings are going to run me and I don't want to be that out of control. I can see that. I can see that in my own life post-divorce. I see that with people in divorce care. They're afraid of getting hurt again and so they don't want to feel. And also some people are personality-wise more prone to pushing back feelings. Maybe they're not sure how to process feelings. Maybe they're kind of more stoic in general. So you can get there honestly, personality-wise also. Okay. And how about the stereotype of men. It's the, true. Yeah, there's definitely a thing of to show feeling is going to make me appear more vulnerable. And there's some deep instinct, at least in me, to not appeal vulnerable, sure. especially around other men. I think the other thing is, as I've dealt with mental health issues of depression and anxiety, I realized early on that going to counseling, my goal was to never feel sad or stressed again. Right. And that is the unhealthy opposite end of feeling too sad and too stressed. It is. And so that's where we have to start. We have to start by recognizing that there's value to feeling our feelings and whatever we don't feel, we're just burying alive and it's coming out again in another way, shape Mm. or form. Wow. Your feelings come out sideways. They do. They do. And that's, that's a great way of putting it. So we have to recognize there's first of all value in our feelings and our feelings are information. They're information about what's going on with us. Now, they're not always truth in the sense that if I'm feeling like someone doesn't love me, I shouldn't always base my reaction just out of that feeling. But I need to slow down and take the time to say, wait a minute, what am I reacting to? What is this grief about? What is this sadness about? And try to pay some attention to it so I understand where it's coming from. We can't move from feeling overwhelmed by a feeling to processing it well without spending that time to sit with it and feel it. And that's often what puts people off because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to sit with those emotions and to feel sad. Somebody just said to me recently, if you want to heal through it, you have to go through it. It's true. Whoa. Yep. Because we live in a culture where we don't have to think about anything deeply. We can always find something to distract us. We can. And the cost of that is high. The cost of that is those feelings being buried alive and coming out sideways. And so we have to slow down. We have to sit with it and start by labeling it. I am angry, I am sad, I am grieving, I'm concerned, I'm upset, I feel betrayed. And because the more clear we get with our language, the more we can understand what's happening Mm. with that. Then we think about, what do I want to do with it? If it's grief, if it's sadness, sometimes we just have to sit with it and realize we're going through something that's sad. If it's anger, maybe someone has wronged us and there's truth and justice in that. So 
it's okay and appropriate to feel anger. But we also don't want to be consumed or defined by those emotions, right? So we want to look at it, we want to label it, and then we want to just find a little place to put it, like a little shelf or something, right? You don't want it in your back closet, right? You want it somewhere kind of off to the side where you know that it's there, but it's not defining how you're interacting with people. Very and true. so you want to think about, okay, how do I want to respond out of this? I am feeling sad today. What does it look like for me not to let my day be defined by this sadness? So I'm going to put one foot in front of the other. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to make something for dinner and maybe I'm going to make something a little bit extra fun because I'm feeling sad and this isn't going to fix it necessarily, but it's going to help me get through it by making homemade pizza. And so we're recognizing that we're not necessarily trying to change emotions. We're trying to honor our feelings and emotions and make a spot for them, but also keep moving and participating with the life that's in front of us. They are God-given. They are. And I think, you know, your your concept that they are information is I've realized so much that those feelings are an outgrowth of things that I kind of take for granted in how I look at the world. And I have to kind of sit down with those like, okay, why is this making me so mad right now? Yes. And it takes some peeling back and some thinking and some evaluating of other emotions to come up that all of a sudden it's like, I place so much value on myself based on X, Y, and Z. And right. all these things are interfering with my source of value. And is this a good source of value to have? And it kind of brings you down to that those foundational levels of, okay, here's something I need to work on in myself or, oh, okay, this is something good about me, but these things are all stemming out of it. And that's where we have so much hope as followers of Jesus is because we can take these emotions and take these questions about identity and take these questions about meaning and purpose and put them in the context of our faith. And when we do, we realize that God is not changing and that as we look at our insecurities, as we look at our anxieties, it shifts us to a deeper dependence on him. And that's the value of our emotions. Not that we solve them or fix them, but that as we sit with them, we get to know them, we understand where they're coming from, that it makes space for us to know God more and to be made more like him. The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. Is there something you'd like to hear Dr. Heidi talk about? You can send your suggestions to Heidi at life1071.com.